Shapers on Jazz FM. Listen in color. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Oh, uno, dos, uno, dos, tres, cuatro. That was the sound of the bottle from Gil Scott Heron. Good morning, this is Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss, here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers, the place where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul, alongside their equivalents in the world of business, a business shaper. My business shaper today, I'm very pleased to say, is Karen Matterson. She is the co-founder of TimeWise, and that is a recruitment business which specialises in flexible working, and they've been doing some extraordinary and innovative things over the last decade or so. You'll be hearing lots from Karen very shortly. In addition to hearing from Karen, you'll also be hearing from our programme partners at Mishkondorea. Some words of advice for your business. And as well as all of that, of course, some brilliant music from the shapers of jazz, blues and soul, including Gregory Porter, Joyce Marino, Tony Bennett and this from Dwayne Eubanks. That was Dance with a Letter from Dwayne Eubanks, and very nice too. Karen Matterson is my business shaper here on Jazz Shapers, and she is, as I said, the co-founder of the recruitment business called TimeWise, and they specialise in flexible working. Now, before we get into your dim and distant past, just give me an overview of what the business does, because I've thrown a few terms around, but people may just be going, but exactly what does that mean? So at TimeWise, we're a recruitment business specialising in flexible working. So we have candidates, men and women, who want some flexibility in their next career move. It might be they want to work a day from home. It might be four days a week. And what we do is we match them to businesses of all shapes and sizes who want to tap into that kind of talent and also might have the flexibility to offer. Now, 10 years ago, this didn't exist, this business. You've now got 70,000 people or so registered who are interested in flexible working. You work with some of the biggest companies in the world, Deloitte, JP Morgan, Costa, KPMG, Linklater's PwC, I could go on. Um, Extraordinarily big companies, lots of people interested. When you set up this business 10 years ago, what was behind the thinking? Did other businesses like this exist then? No, definitely not. And actually, I set up TimeWise um, really out because of my own very negative experience as a candidate in the recruitment market looking for flexible working. Because at that point in my life, I had two young kids and I wanted my, connect, my next career move. I wanted to work four days a week, but in a senior role with management responsibility, all the things that I'd always been doing. And everywhere I went in terms of the recruitment businesses that I went to told me it wasn't possible. You can't do a senior job. You can't manage a team. You can't have any kind of P&L responsibility if you're not more, if you're not five days a week, Monday to Friday. And that for me led to a really challenging choice, which was, do I stop work or do I work in a way that I just felt I just couldn't manage to do at that point? And 
really, when I started to look around, at first you think, which I think a lot of women and men do, the problem is me. And then you look around and you think, actually, there are so many other talented, experienced people who I would hire if I was recruiting in my business who just want that bit of flexibility and they want to talk honestly about it and literally nowhere for them to go to talk about it. And that's really where TimeWise came from. And that's what you do when you haven't got somewhere to go. You create the place to go. Find out much more from my business shaper, Karen Matterson. She's the co-founder of TimeWise. And if you are listening and thinking, that's me, then you will uh, give you lots of details later on how you get in touch. Time for some music. This is Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. You won't hear that often in one sentence. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga with Anything Goes. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked down as something shocking. Now heaven knows anything goes. Good office too. That was the fantastic sound of Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga with a brilliant version of Anything Goes. Karen Matteson's my business shaper today. She's the co-founder of TimeWise. They place people in proper jobs, big jobs, management jobs, but on a flexible basis. Fantastic that it exists now. Ten years ago, it didn't. You had to work hard to make this work. When you and your business partner, Emma, Emma Stewart, I believe, now both MBEs, by the way, congratulations, five years late, but there you go, not bad. You've obviously been, it's been noted you've done something special, but when you did it then, as you said, you had two young children, um, how did you go about it? You needed to find money. Where did you start with the funding? You needed to put a business plan together. Obviously, you've been in a senior business, a senior role in a business, but uh, you didn't have experience of setting your own one up. So how did it begin? No, um, what happened was, actually, we just started doing it without being paid for it. So what happened was, originally, we would we were doing consultancy in a number of different businesses because actually we'd both not been able to secure the kind of flexible role that we both dreamed of. And so we were consulting in a range of businesses and people would say to us, do you know anyone who can help me run this event for me? I need an FD, but I only need someone a couple of days a week. Do you know anyone good? And we started informally placing people. And it was from that we thought, actually, this could be more than that. So we actually looked at a startup enterprise piece of um, funding from what was then the um, Department for Business, and uh, that took it from there. And once you'd gone to them and you'd received that first loan, and as you said, you'd already kind of begun, what did you do with that first initial injection of funding? What did it enable you to do? It enabled us to really release a bit of time from our week to start to grow the business and plan it, and essentially to start building a candidate base, which, funnily enough, we did by marketing at school gates and putting letters in kids' book bags and start to build a really fantastic candidate base and to pitch out our services to businesses and also local authorities Uh, around London. Amazing, really, that the truth is you didn't kind of know what you were doing in the broadest sense. You just went, there's a gap. There are people that can fill it, mainly women, I imagine, at that point with Mm -hmm. the school gates and that side of it. Um, But you just went ahead and did it. Yeah, I don't think we were waiting for everything. And I think that is often the challenge is if you wait for all circumstances to be perfect, uh, tick every box, there's never a right time. I think we just went for it. We saw an opportunity. We felt it very much personally ourselves in terms of our experience. And the driver for us was always around making a change in the world of work and giving something to the kind of candidates who've got that amazing experience but find themselves falling out of work for all the wrong reasons. Find out more from my very purpose-driven Karen Matteson, my business shaper today and the co-founder of TimeWise. Lots more coming up from her shortly. Latest travel in a couple of minutes and before that, some words of wisdom from our programme partners at Mishkondorea for your burgeoning business idea. 
Hi, I'm Greg Campbell. I'm a partner in the employment department at Mishkondorea. I've been practicing in employment law for 20 years. At Mishkondorea, one of the interesting things we do is we act both for senior executives and for corporate employers. So we do get to see both sides of the debate. A lot of my clients are starting up in business and the questions they ask are, well, what should I be thinking about when I hire new staff? What I would say is the important thing is write down a contract of employment. It doesn't matter that you haven't written one down. There is a contract of employment in existence the moment you hire somebody. By writing it down, you make it clear what each party's expectations are and you minimise the risk of any disputes in the future. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. Every Saturday morning, I get the privilege of talking to someone super duper, uh, a shaper in the world of business. And if you haven't managed to join me over the last few years, then you can go into iTunes, put in the words Jazz and Shapers, and you'll find a whole host of fantastic guests there. You can also listen on cityam.com if you fancy, or even in the air with British Airways. Karen Madison is my business shaper today, and she, as I said earlier, is the co-founder of TimeWise. They're a very clever business, a sort of more than a business, actually a purpose-driven uh, entrepreneurial social endeavour, whatever you want to call it. And she helps people, thousands of people, get into really interesting roles, really stimulating roles um, on a flexible basis. And Karen, we were going back, we went back 10 years, that's when you set the business up. But as you said, it wasn't really a business to start with, it was a, well, there are some gaps, I know some people I'm going to get moving. And as you said, very importantly, we didn't wait for all the circumstances to be perfectly correct and aligned. As you look back now into five years ago even, and you were five years into the business then, you were given your MBEs, I imagine because you were trailblazing women, and people have said it, you've won numerous accolades um, from the business community around what you did. Does a trailblazer think of him or herself as a trailblazer, or were you just doing what you thought was right to do? It's a great question. I don't think uh, you think of yourself like that, but sometimes you just feel driven to make a difference. And so you don't analyse um, what this is going to look like in a few years' time, but you really think, here's something that we can do, we can make a difference. There's people out there who actually are not working, who should be working, and there are businesses who can benefit from them. And they, those businesses may look very, very different. The roles might be different. But the, the, the basis for you sort of f- fixing something, and it feels like that's what you've gone and done. You said, there's a gap, I'm going to do it. You happen to study psychology. Is there something, w- was that about helping people at the same time? Do you think there's a common thread which is inside you? I think altruistic is a big word, but the sense of wouldn't it be nice if what I did had a positive impact on another human being as well as it'll pay the bills. Was it in that order? And do you still think it is that order for you? I think I'd always been, um, I'd always been very dri- uh, driven towards um, roles which were socially oriented and would make a difference. But I think in some ways I became a bit disillusioned with the traditional charity model where you raise a grant, you do some work, and then you sort of the whole cycle starts again. So I was very interested in the social business model where you're trading but with a social purpose. And I think for me... That really is an example where you're making a difference and people are paying you to do that as well. So so what you've got now is you've got very practical offerings. There's, if you, there's a, uh, I think there's timewise.co.uk, 
timewisejobs.co.uk and Timewise Foundation as well. Just give me a quick top line on what each of those different components do. Okay, well, essentially, Timewise Jobs is a job site for anybody who wants to work flexibly, uh, whatever their background and experience, and it connects them to businesses who've got that flexibility to offer. Some of the jobs might be for smaller businesses, for example, a part-time finance director or whatever it might be. But some of the businesses are for larger businesses who want to tap into that candidate market. And our market is extremely experienced. There's 70,000 of them. They are 80% women and they've got a huge amount to offer for the world of work. And fundamentally, those businesses want that talent. And then in TimeWise Foundation, I guess we're doing more of the market making and market shaping because we're trying to challenge the idea of what a part-time or flexible person looks like. Because when I went as a candidate, I was told that if you're part-time, you're low-skilled, you're not very ambitious, you're just really under you're underemployed or waiting for a full-time job. And that's not the case for most people who work flexibly in the UK. And so in a sense, in the TimeWise Foundation, we create things like a power part-time list, people at the top of their game, from the chief economist to law- of Lloyd's to the CEO of Dixon's Retail in the UK, who are working actually part-time in very senior roles to try and change what that idea of a flexible worker looks like. And I think perception has changed dramatically over the last decade. More coming up from Karen, but time for some music in the meantime. This is Gregory Porter with Be Good, The Lion's Song. Be Good is her name And I sing my lion's song and brush my mane that was Gregory Porter with Be Good, The Lion's Song. Karen Madison is my business shaper, and we're talking about the way that perception has changed around and where you have driven the change in the perception of the, what the flexible worker looks like. And I'm going to use your words here, and, and I think this is probably why this is starting to work, because technology has underpinned so much of the change that we're all experiencing in the world of business. And it says, you said, Karen Madison says, quote, few businesses operate now in the nine to five, Monday to Friday parameters. And by sticking to that schedule, companies ignore a huge pool of talented and skilled professionals and you said that I think a couple of years ago absolutely right as things move on and you've now got a more mature business and you are still working against that very strong notion that life will never be the same again you don't need to worry about whether someone is there or not there wherever there might be what are the things you're looking at in terms of continuing to innovate the offering that you have because you've now got trust you've now got credibility with enormous companies are you going to plateau or is there another hill to climb um, I don't. I think we are still, in many ways, at the bottom of a huge mountain or hill, um, in the sense of flexible working. Because while businesses are increasingly happy to give flexibility and trust to the people they know, they are still nervous about offering that flexibility to the people who don't. So routinely, they don't even mention whether they're open to flexibility when they're hiring new people. And what we've got is huge amount of candidates. So we've got a huge amount oversupply of candidates and an undersupply of roles for them to apply for. And what that means is that we still have a big education uh, role within businesses to show them the kind of talent they can tap into if they only open their mind to the possibility of flexibility. 
as you were speaking, it occurred to me it was just like that for Greenpeace many, many years ago. They were saying there's a problem with the environment. They became absolutely focused on that. You sound just as focused and as zealot uh, and as um, zealous about mm. the fact that it's all about people realising that there is a space for doing fantastic work. Not easy to say, mm. but very difficult to convert. How do you continue to lobby? And I believe you still do actively lobby. And this is another part of the interesting world that you live in. How are you actively lobbying government? And what are you? What's been working for you? Well, it's interesting because the flexible working legislation that we've seen over the last 10 years has been really quite transformative. In some ways, we feel government legislation has gone as far as it can. And actually now it's about trying to change business culture and to understand that opening up to flexibility can give you a different level of talent. So what my day job involves often is going into a business where they're scratching their head saying, we don't know where all the women are leaving. You know, we've got all these fantastic graduate intake. We've got 50% men and women. Where are the women going? This is a real problem for us and what we're trying to encourage them to do is to see that offering flexibility at different points in people's careers for men and women, for carers, for different reasons will keep those people and enable them to progress in your business and all the diversity challenges that you have will float away if you start understanding that flexibility is as important to many people as money and other things that they're looking for in a career. Anyone running a business, take heed. Final chat coming up with Karen. Plus, you'll be hearing some music from Joyce Marino. That's after this is Traffic and Travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. O meu peão ele só roda com a ponteira Com a ponteirinha rasteirinha pelo chão O meu peão ele só roda com a ponteira Com a ponteirinha rasteirinha pelo chão Dança na mão, dança na mão, dança na mão Meu peão dança na mão The joyful sound of Joyce Marino with Mio Piao I'm sure I said that incorrectly, my Portuguese is limited Just for a few more minutes, Karen Matteson is my business shaper She is the co-founder of TimeWise An incredible business that over 10 years has helped place thousands of people into meaningful, stimulating and senior flexible positions. She's an advocate for the flexible workforce. She's been lobbying, she's been pushing, she's been pulling and cajoling and doing all sorts of things and has received many accolades over the years. That's a lot to do. And you're a mum. Um, your husband has been on this programme as well. I'm going to mention Johnny Geller, um, the managing director of Curtis Brown. You're two high-flying people. You've got an active family. You're both very involved with them. Have you had time to kind of take stock of the achievements that you've got to that you've that you've already that you've already started to enjoy, or are you just still going? I think um, well, I'm very much still going, but I feel that I work flexibly myself, and that gives me that opportunity within the week to have a bit of downtime and to think about it. And actually, for me, that energises me and keeps me working in a senior role with a lot of responsibility. The fact that I can do it four days a week enables that time of reflection. And actually, I think that's helping the business too. But you, you never get, or in the, the course of the last 10 years, you haven't been despondent and gone, well, this sounded like a good idea back in 2005, but actually I'm exhausted. Not, not hit that point yet. Uh, I th- you know, I think like many people who run their own business, you have those moments. But I think the fundamental purpose and the, and the things that keep me going are when I get an email from a candidate or I bump into someone and they say, I got the job that I didn't think it was possible to get. I had given up hope. And that's the kind of experience when people are in a brilliant job 
they've found the flexibility they need, they're still being ambitious, they're still being successful. That, for me, gives the energy to carry on. How have you decided, it intrigues me when you're slightly more socially driven than you are, mm. how have you decided how much to pay yourselves? I mean, what do, you, what do you do? Is it a market rate? Is it you and Emma sit there and go, well, that sounds about fair? Uh, well, we pay ourselves what we think is quite a good market rate. We pay our people well. And, you know, our, biz- our consultants and those people working on our job site are working in the same way as they would be in any other recruitment business. But for them and for us, I think there's an extra layer of meaning that gives us that great feeling when we come to work. And if I ask you the question about one thing you could shape about business culture in the next five years, what would it be? I think the thing that I would shape about business culture would be to really get comfortable about judging people by, by what they deliver and not what their inputs are, not where they sit and whether they're there on a Friday and those sorts of things. I really hope lots of senior people are listening. That's good advice. Thank you. Thank you so much for my business shape. But just before I let you go, what's your song choice and why have you chosen it? I chose Etta James's version of It's a Man's World. Slightly tongue-in-cheek, but for me, I think in many ways that the world of work for a long, long time has been very much a man's world. And more and more we're seeing that changing and women breaking through. And for me, that flexible working has got a massive part to play in that. And so have you had a massive part to play in that, Karen Masson. Thank you so much for being Business Shaper. This is your choice. It's Etta James and it's a man's world. This is a man. This is a man's world But it wouldn't, it wouldn't be nothing that was It's a Man's World from Etta James. The song choice of my business shaper today, Karen Matteson. Real sense of clarity and purpose in what she has done over the last decade and in terms of what she wants to achieve. And unbelievably innovative. Innovative to her very core. And boy, is it reaping the rewards right now for everybody in the flexible working world. Fantastic stuff. Join me again, same time, same place. That's 9am next Saturday here on Jazz FM for another edition of Jazz Shapers. In the meantime, stay with us because coming up next, it's Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM, in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal.